Jesus, Bible, and current events from a Christian perspective. Battling spiritual wickedness in high places, one podcast at a time. This is the High Places Podcast. Hello everyone, this is Jim. It's been a while since we put out a podcast, it's been about a week now. Uh, that wasn't intentional. We're trying to have them more often than that. Uh, there's been a lot of life events going on, uh, but they've all worked out marvelously well. And uh, I thought it'd be a good time to talk about trusting God and how glorious God is. So we all encounter trials in life, uh, big trials, little trials, uh, things that come up just as part of every day, little nuisances, getting stuck in traffic, maybe co-workers that just kind of rub us the wrong way, uh, any number of things. Or people uh, deal with very serious things like uh, serious illnesses, uh, family problems. Um, But all of these things, and it's very easy to get anxious, uh, to worry about things, to try to figure out, you know, how am I going to fix this? What happens if this happens? All these different things. And the Bible talks about uh, anxiety and uh, the fact that we're not supposed to be anxious. Because really, being anxious is a sin. What, What we're basically saying is that we don't trust God and we don't trust His plans. And so for saved people, this is particularly an issue because... If anybody should trust God, it's people who are saved. Now, um, there's sin in the world. Uh, there's sinful people. There's unsaved people. Uh, there's saved people who sometimes do sinful things. And their bad behavior and their sins can affect us. Uh, but the issue is, how are we going to respond uh, to those things? And then there are things that happen to us, as the things mentioned, uh, some of the things mentioned before, that are just part of life, uh, that are part of living in a fallen world. And so how we deal with these things is a big deal um, because we can worry, but again, it's, it's going back to we're not trusting God. And God says that we can trust him, and as saved people in particular, we're trusting him with our eternal souls. I mean, really, if we if we believe what we say we believe, then the biggest thing that could ever happen to us in our life, the end of our life and what happens after that, if we believe Jesus died and rose again to save us, then we are, we are trusting our eternity to God. And if he has given us the faith to trust him in such an immense thing, that should give us confidence to trust him with the day-to-day things, the things that aren't eternal, the things that are just part of this life. And so, um, for me, um, worrying is something that uh, I've always done. What's what's going to happen here? What's next? What if this happens? What do I have to do uh, if that happens? And for some people, it's actually part of their job. You know, if you're dealing with risk mitigation or risk planning or um, managing uh, certain things, you have to you have to think about what can go wrong and what you're going to do to remedy it. And and that's fine. But it's when it starts to just kind of eat away at you and you you get that tension 
and you're kind of your mind is almost in this kind of flustered state. And we can get that way with um, with the day-to-day trials that we encounter. And so the stuff that's been going on this past week has been uh, very trying. Uh, is uh, I've had to deal with something, a specific thing that I do not like dealing with at all, um, at all. And yet it, uh, it is something that um, uh, was just kind of there and it had to be dealt with. And God's been teaching me, uh, especially over the last uh, couple few months, the things I've seen over the last two or three months are just extraordinary, extraordinary. The things, the big problems, uh, big problems, and not necessarily with me, but with people that I care about and people around me. And I have seen God resolve these things over and over and over again. And it's almost like he's been showing me, and you know what, I have this taken care of. Um, When are you going to trust me? And he's just been revealing this more and more. And there's an incredible sense of peace about this. If And you don't notice it until you stop churning on all these things and just let go and let God uh, do uh, take care of these things and do what he's going to do. And there is just that calming effect like, yeah, I don't need to get wound up over this. God has got this figured out. His plan's going to be better than mine anyway. And so just relax and trust that he's going to take care of it. The problem is, as people, we like to be in control of our circumstances. And some of us have a bigger problem with that than others. And so we want to, we want to make sure that we have a plan laid out. We're going to execute the plan. And if anything diverges from that, it makes us uneasy. Um, and, and this is not to saying we, it's not to say that we should be reckless. And, you know, don't do any planning. So, oh, I'm not going to worry about how I'm going to pay my rent. I'm just going to, you know, spend money frivolously and enjoy, I mean, whatever. We still have to, we have to do responsible things. But that doesn't mean we have to get all tied up in knots about it. Because that's when responsible planning uh, turns into anxiety. Uh, when um, basically it affects our behavior. And more often than not, we wind up sinning because of it. In addition to the anxiety, we may get angry with people. We may become impatient. We may lash out. We may just think bad things all the time because things aren't going according to plan and we don't know what to do and we have all this anxious energy that we've built up and it winds up coming out in a very unproductive way and a lot of times a very sinful way. And so... God doesn't want us to sin, and he promises a way of escape from every temptation. I think it's 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. With every temptation, God will provide a way of escape. I take full advantage of that promise, because um, uh, like all of us, temptation comes across our path uh, daily. Um, And so uh, just knowing uh, my background from before God saved me, um, I know I don't have the strength to fight away temptation. So I'm glad God will take care of that for me. Um, and so it's when we, and you know, you can think of whatever big sins are going on in your life, but anxiety, we don't often think of, uh, as sinful, but it is that lack of trust. And so, uh, getting to the point where we're not anxious 
and we can be delivered from that sin as well is something that we need to work on. And so, like I said, God's showed me just some extraordinary things. I mean, really big things like literally life and death things and then little like small everyday things that just kind of, they're not a big deal. And if you, there's things you wouldn't normally even stop to think about really. And then, but when you see God take care of them, you're like, oh, oh, wow, yeah, that's kind of neat. And you appreciate more um, that these are big deals that God takes care of. Uh, today, I went to the store uh, to get a couple gifts from uh, for some young people that uh, did some uh, extra work at, at our church. And I went in to get it, and there was a very large one uh, of these things and a medium-sized one. And the price difference was non-trivial. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's see. Am I going to spend that? It's a lot of money. Because I always try to be a good steward of God's money. Um, but it's hard to go wrong when you're trying to be nice to people with, with God's money. So just an aside. But I was oh, back and forth. Okay. And so I grabbed the medium ones. And then I took it up to the counter and rang it up. And the total was much lower than I was expecting. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? And I'm telling the lady, I think the price is wrong. And she thinks that I'm complaining that it's too expensive. And I'm like, no, no, no. It, I think it's too cheap. That's not what the sign over there says. She's like, oh, no, no. That's what it is. I'm like, really? Can I go bring the large one and see what the price on that is? Oh, yeah, sure. And so I go grab the large ones. And she rings it up and she says, oh. And I'm like, wow, that's much less than I thought it was going to be. At the, the price on the shelf was, you know, higher than that. She's like, no, this is the price. I'm like, well, you know what? I'll take the large ones. And so it's funny because I, I stood there in front of these things in the aisle for like three or four minutes going back and forth and picked up one, put down the other and da 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 and back and forth. And you know what? It, it just worked itself out. And God took care of it. Even with something that, you know, it's not a big thing. And you wouldn't notice um, unless you're, unless God helps you be more aware of the things that he's doing for us. And so even little things that, you know, can cause anxiety. It's like, oh, I wish I could get the, you know, bigger gift. And, uh, and okay, um, God took care of that. Uh, and then there's very huge things. Uh, that have been going on. And, you know, uh, as as uh, I'm accustomed to do, I, you know, I had a plan and this is how it's going to work out. And boy, it wasn't working out. And God fixed it and fixed it in such a glorious way. And this is the other thing. So the other part of anxiety is pride because we think we have a plan figured out. And God's plan couldn't be anywhere near as good as our plan and so when things go wrong, we don't trust that whatever God has in store is going to be better anyway. And so it just struck me today, there's been this series of events and they've been related to each other. And things were not, a go, were not going according to plan. But today, something happened that resolved it all. And I can look back two months ago and see what was going on, and see now exactly what God was doing. And it was better than any plan. I He's so many steps farther ahead than we are. And he knows the end from the beginning. And he can see how all this um, fits together. 
And God did something that just blessed multiple people in a way that if we all got together and tried to figure out a way to make this work for people, for everybody, we could not have come up with a plan as good as this. And it's just, I, I was just really struck by that today. You can, you can see looking back, and I'm sure you've had this experience, where you can see God's hand in all of this to resolve these issues. And he does put these things together and makes them work out. But you know what? He always also uses this as a teaching experience. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I thank God. So I'm certainly not to the point yet where I'm, I've stopped being anxious about everything, but I, I have seen progress and it, something happened today and I was getting anxious and my mind was just churning and God um, put it in my head to ask him for help. Please help me to not be anxious. Please deliver me from this anxiety so that I do not sin against you. And I was just praying over and over and over again. Please help me to stop being anxious. I don't want to sin against you. And he helped me. Um, now, someday we'll get to the point where I don't start down that path of anxiety, um, hopefully. And don't have to ask, but you know, it's not a bad thing to ask God to help us to not sin, to ask him to deliver us from temptation, as our Lord Jesus taught us uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, in the Lord's Prayer, deliver us from temptation. Um, and so that's good. So it keeps us in touch to, with God. So this is back to um, the verse in 1 Corinthians about with every temptation, uh, God will way, uh, make a way of escape. And so we need to ask him for help. We need to ask him to deliver us uh, from this. And so as he's working out these magnificent plans, he takes the time in there to teach us as well, to give us a little test, because that's how you know where you are, if you're making progress or if you need more help. And it's okay to need more help. And so God will test us. Uh, to see what we do. And so, will we, re will we rely on ourselves in these situations? Will we get upset or angry or lash out at people or be impulsive or make poor decisions? Or will we turn to him and turn to him first, not just when everything else has failed and everybody else uh, that we've turned to hasn't been able to help us, then we go, well, I guess I'll finally ask God. No, 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 turn to him first. Um, because we're supposed to trust him. And so if we trust other people uh, to help us with difficult situations, do we really trust them more than God? I'm not saying we shouldn't trust them, but do we really trust them more than God? I don't think so. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we would say that. And but we may not say that, but in our hearts, are we a little like, oh, yeah, you know, because I don't know what God's going to... I can't control God, right? Because if we go to other people and you ask them for help, you know, we can still kind of manipulate them a little bit and kind of have them help us in the way we want them to help us. And so we're back to our plan again um, and and the pride that goes along with that. And um, I think it's an issue of just trusting God and trusting his plan. And if we if we go to him first, then that's what we're doing. It's like, you know, it's like, 
God, this is my plan. Help me execute. It's like, no, God, I need help here. I don't know what to do in this situation. I need guidance. I need wisdom. I need patience. I need your help so that I am not angry, so that I don't sin against you, so that I'm not anxious. Um, just please help me and please let this situation work out and please help me to make good decisions and behave the right way as I'm going through this so that you can be glorified, so that you can be glorified. Because as we're doing now, and I, I just got back from um, having this situation being resolved, and I wanted to uh, record this right away uh, because I've, I'm just thinking, how can I glorify God more for these things that I keep seeing? Um, and I don't have a lot of things I know how to do, but one thing I can do is glorify him with my mouth and hopefully other people will hear and they can glorify him too. And not just for the way that he deals with the situations that, um, that I've encountered, um, and we should glorify God for all the things he does for other people as well. Because we get to watch uh, sometimes and see that. And it's just nice to see God being nice to people. Um, but but hopefully you can appreciate in your lives the things that he's done so that you can glorify him for the things that he's done for you. Um, I'm, I was interested to read that um, Johann Sebastian Bach famous composer I'm sure you've all heard of, and um, George Friedrich Handel uh, from Handel's Messiah, Christmas music. Um, when they did their, uh, when uh, they did their music at the sheet music, um, at the bottom they would put uh, their name, but above that they would put SDG, Soli Deo Gloria. Uh, it's Latin, and it means glory to God alone. Glory to God alone. So these guys were, and others uh, did the same thing. And so these are people that had immense talent, immense talent. But they knew where their talent came from. And they did not want to use this gift from God to glorify themselves, uh, as is often the temptation. And we live in a culture now where self-glorification is rampant. I think we talked about this last time. But these guys wanted to glorify God and not in some, you know, backhanded fishing for compliments kind of way. Uh, they wanted God to have the glory for the things he did through the talents that he gave them. And God does things for us. And whether it's giving us talents or putting us in certain situations or in positions to help other people uh, or to glorify him or to do whatever. He's put us there at those moments with those capabilities so that we can do these things and glorify him. That's the purpose. It's for God's glory. Um, and I, th I think we should do that more often. Um, and that goes hand in hand with not being anxious. Because if we're always in an anxious state of mind, then it always seems like there's you know some terrible thing right around the corner. And it's hard to glorify in that. But if we have this comfort that comes from knowing that God is in control and that his plans are always good and he brings things together for our good and that we can trust him, God is trustworthy, um, then that, that 
state of mind uh, lends itself quite nicely to glorifying the God in whom we trust everything, everything. There's a great verse in Philippians, uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Boy, there's a lot in there, isn't there? Bring everything by prayer and supplication. God wants us to come to him with our concerns, with our problems, um, so that we don't have to be anxious. And he wants us to come to him with thanksgiving, to be thankful for the things he's already done for us, for the things he does for us every day. But he wants us to have our requests made known to him. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We talked about this before. If we believe that God is in control and we're trusting him to take care of everything, we don't have all this anxiety churning us up. We have this incredible peace knowing that our lives and the circumstances of our lives are in the best hands they can be in. They're in the hands of our Father in Heaven who loves us. How could we be anxious? Praise God. All glory to God. Soli Deo Gloria. That's it for this one. Go ahead and praise God tonight for all the things He's done for you and for all the people you know. We'll be back again. God bless everybody.